It's time to take a K-Drama coffee break with the K-3. Hi, we're the K3. I'm Jen. I'm Marisa and you. Thank you for taking a K-Drama coffee break with us. We are K-Drama fans just like you, as you guys all know. And so it's the end of 2022. So we're going to dive in and give you our top picks of the year. So these are dramas that you can binge over the holidays. They're complete. We've watched them all. I have to say, I'm going to binge Under the Queen's Umbrella because I haven't had time to watch it. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Need a day <laughs> off. Right? <laughs> But these, if you're just lounging around, you know, post, you know, holiday dinner, Christmas dinner, whatever, what, what, whatever you celebrate. Exactly. And you're like, hmm, 2022 is a bit, you know, because we are going to do, we're actually going to do a video about, you know, some people are in a little bit of a K-drama drought in 2022. But these were our top picks. That's right. So we've got five dramas for you and some extras because that's who we are. <laughs> exactly. We can never just stick to one list, please. Oh my goodness. Not at all. Yeah. However you celebrate this holiday, I hope you have time on the couch to just turn on your K-dramas and just, you know. Just enjoy Chill. Them. Yeah. And chill. And chill. Mm-hmm. So let's just get started. Let's talk some books. Yes. Bloody Heart. Bloody Heart. There is no other. There is no other. <laughs> Except you're gonna you're gonna binge uh, the Queen's Umbrella. Yeah, because I haven't watched it yet. But we did watch Bloody Heart, and Bloody Heart was brilliant. And we did a video about how much we loved it. So yes. get a chance, go check it out. Uh, but yeah, Bloody Heart is just it's it had everything for me. Right, it had it had the look, mm-hmm. it had amazing acting, it had a storyline that just kept you intrigued and guessing, and just like dying for the next episode because we've never seen twists and turns that were so weighty, yeah. right? Like meaty yeah. and like, not just like, like who done it kind of uh cliffhanger. No. There was so much at stake. So much at stake. Every cliffhanger. And it had, it had, it just had a little bit of everything that, that just makes it such a full, full K-drama experience. And Jang Hyuk. And Jang Hyuk. And Lee Jun. Lee Jun. Kang Hana. And Kang Hana. Like those three are such powerhouses and they bring their A game for 16 episodes. It's, it was, it's probably my top pick of the year for sure. For sure. Maybe you're not into the saga. No, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're more like slaves of life. 25, 21. Exactly. A little controversial pick of ours, I think. It is. I think so. Because I'll be honest, at first I was like, "Mm," but I loved it so much until the last 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) but it just was a real it was such an enjoyable ride that's right so you've probably heard about the ending by now but honestly from the beginning until those final moments it was such rich storytelling and the friendship of these five growing up in the 90s like high school and just out of you know not being able to go to college but like just the the how they matured but did it together and found each other and it was just so beautiful in so so many ways and fencing and fencing that's what I really loved about it. Like Kim Tae-ri and, mm-hmm. and Mona and their devotion to their sport and yes. how that was like a character unto itself. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably my favorite part of the story. And that friendship that went from um, idol adoration of, you know, super fandom to rivals yes. to best friends forever. Mm-hmm. Like there was just, it was just so, so satisfying that oh, by the time it was over, I, that was, that was yeah, that was the place where I found I found peace there. <laughs> That's right. Just know that this drama is so much more than the ending. Like Kim Tae-ri, her, oh my gosh, she just, her lightness and then on the other side, her competitiveness. Oh, yeah. She's so good, right? I mean, you know that we love her, love but um, yes. 
and the training that she and Bona had to do for these roles because the fencing was amazing. The fencing was so good. It was so amazing to watch. Yeah. Like I didn't know much about fencing and now I'm like, I want to become like a fencing <laughs> Yeah. But the, the, um, how their relationship evolved was so great. But Kim Tae-ri just, you know, she totally embodied this 17, 18 year old, yeah, you know? For sure. Oh my God. And then 21 year old, right? Right. <laughs> 18 and 21. Yeah. Cause that was the whole idea. Right. Yeah. It just was. And then our, just one of our favorite puppies, uh, Nam Joo Hyuk, like he's oh just, God. listen, mm-hmm. he's just one of our favorite puppies and he does such a good, he's so good in those like, like sad roles. Yes. <laughs> said, how no put no it. one does hurt better <laughs> no, than no, him. No. Yeah. He just, he does heartbroken so well. Yes. And you know, he carried that through the whole thing and mm-hmm. he did help anchor it. And I actually, you weirdly believe that he was older than Kim K. Ree, even though in real life they're like, it's actually the other way around. And I think uh, as much as we had the romances and we had all of those things, I think one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this whole thing was our two besties cousins, I think is what they are. Yeah. Uh, but it was Lee Joo Myung and uh, Che Hyung Uk. Like they were hilarious as besties. And she just made me laugh and cackle yes. so many times. It was really funny. She, she played all of them in different ways, but it was so hilarious. But you know who I really loved also? The coach. Oh my God, yes. Coach team. Coach team. The coach, the best coach of all time. Of all time. Right. And usually she plays such an evil, manipulative person. I kept waiting for her to become like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, she's good. She's good people. She's good. Yes. So, yes. So 25, 21, absolutely. Definitely put that on your list. All right. So maybe Saguk and Slice of Life, not your jam. Maybe you are more, I need crime and dark. thriller dark. dark. I need, a, I'm in a dark spot. I need dark stuff over this holiday season. I'm usually there in every holiday season, so I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> and we love it so much. We have two we to do. recommend. Yes. One is um, Blind. Blind was so dark. It was so dark. Oh my gosh. But it kept, a, I have to say, the reveals, this was a mystery that unfolded really well. Yeah. It was really well paced. So, you know, sometimes you get to like, this kind of lull, like around 11, 12, and you're like, oh, where is it going to go now? But this one, there were so many reveals because everyone was connected in this one. And it was, uh, it was violent. It was very violent. Like Marisa said, the reveals were amazing. At the end of every episode, you were like, I have a theory. Maybe not. <laughs> like, it was at the end of every episode. You had like, it's him. No, it's her. No, it's them. They're working together. Like it was like every, the end of everyone. And, you know, I, I had a few quibbles again it's like the end i think that's my i overall 2022 my my biggest quibbles were the endings Mm, mm -hmm. i would say that but it was a satisfying the acting was so good our main three uh Mm -hmm. um uh jung and uh like they they were just so good as a as a trio yeah like i just i wanted nothing but happiness for them yeah I really enjoyed watching them all together and um, Jung Eun Ji in particular. I like her so much, but her character was really, she was the heart of, of this show. I really enjoyed her. And again, um, the tension, the mystery, there's a lot of violence in this. So, but if you like crime, then, you know, that's what you get with a Korean crime Boy. drama. Yeah, there's a lot of violence and torture, but... Uh, <laughs> but on that, but we love that, it. Yeah, really well done. The violence yeah. and torture parts, but... <laughs> 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 but if you like a good thriller, this one keeps you on the edge of your seat to the very end. Yeah, it really does. Another one that was like that was Through the Darkness. Oh, oh my God. So good. Kim Nam Gil. 
and Jin Sun Q together as like nerdy profilers <gasps> slash cops. So this is based on the uh, real life profiler. The first in Korea. So yes. um, Kim Nam Gil... <laughs> I think the real, the real profiler this is based on was like, yeah, I could see it. Can you see see the resemblance? Of course it would be Kim Nam Gil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was obsessed with it because it was obviously Kim Nam Gil playing a completely different character in my, uh, Mm -hmm. in in my experience with Kim Nam Gil. Usually he plays like this wacky, like, you know, or goofball or serial killer or serial killer, you know. (laughs) This time he's hunting them. Yes. And, um, I had, I'm kind of, I really, I I really enjoy like profiling and reading those kinds of true crime type stuff. And I ended up reading the book that the profiler uses in the thing. And the actual profiler is in that documentary, The Raincoat Killer, that's on Netflix. And so there was a lot of things that were overlapping at one time for me watching this show. And it was just, it was really, it was really good. It was really well done. I have to, is it 12 episodes? Yes, but they split it. Remember they split it in half because of the Olympics? Oh, that's right. And it kind of lost a little bit of steam for me because they split it in half. And Ooh. so but I'm wondering, I'm not sure I could binge this one, but I'm wondering if you if you watch it just in continue in in, in order and mm-hmm. not have a three, I think it was a three or almost four week break. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a huge break there because of the Olympics. Yeah. But it was so good. It was really good. The crimes were really good. Mm-hmm. The um pushing back against, you know, authority because this idea of profiling is new mm-hmm. and it, you know, when you introduce science instead of instinct, you know, that just riles a whole, uh, ruffles a whole bunch of feathers. But uh, Kim Won Hay, <gasps> always, always, always <laughs> love him. Yeah. So he's in it too. But yeah, it's really, it's a, it's a good dark thriller. Super dark really good yes. <laughs> <laughs> super dark super good yes highly recommended and then because you know if you're already on going down that dark path why don't you go to zombies all of us are dead it swept the globe this one mm-hmm. i was really surprised i was not expecting to enjoy it as much as i did yeah i think um there were so many zombies in it it was really <gasps> relentless right? and there were definitely some moments where like oh i think this is too much but I loved all the kids. I loved how they fought together. I loved how smart they were and how loyal they were to each other. And so there was a lot to root for. Yeah. I also like the relentlessness of the zombies. There's something about that. (laughs) 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 I don't know what it is about that. Like Korea does zombies in a way that nobody else does. The the, the speed and the relentlessness and the hordes of zombies (laughs) is terrifying. And so there's something weirdly satisfying about it because I, I've said this, I think, and, um, every time we talk about a zombie show, but The Walking Dead, they're so slow. Right. And they're so, like, I don't know how anyone actually gets eaten by one because, <laughs> and they're only like, there's only like six at a time. In a Korean drama, it's like, there's <laughs> like 90. Oh Even if you're in a, like a wired cage, making your way across the gym, it's still <sighs> terrifying. So they just really know how to do zombies. Yes. And that's the thing by sending it in a high school, something we're all familiar with, you know, like in the cafeteria, in the, in the, you know, in the PE room, you know, like where's the lacrosse equipment? Like what can can we get out of this? It just, it was just kind of, it felt so, it felt felt like it could happen. It really did. (laughs) And I mean, you also, I mean, listen, they were getting a season two, so we're excited to see where that goes. And there's even like, they even found love in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. That's right. So who doesn't appreciate having all of those things covered? (gasps) It was amazing. It made stars out of these kids. It really did. So yeah. yeah. And because we are who we are, 
<laughs> we got a couple extra recommendations for you. Excellent. Look, there's some big ones out there this year. Extraordinary Attorney Wu mm-hmm. was another one that swept the globe. Big surprise. Yes, huge surprise. Big, huge surprise, but that's the power of Netflix. And then what else was really huge? My Liberation Notes. I don't oh, know no. if I would binge it again, though. Oh, God, no. No. Oh, no. No, no. No. But it made Sunsaku a star. And it did. Yes. And if they just want to show me, like, just a just cut of Sunsaku, I'd totally take it. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say no. But no. Jen and I do have a couple other recommendations for you if crime and zombies. Right. If those are not what you're thinking about and not kind of on your list for the holiday binge, mm-hmm. we have our own top three that we would go with. Yes. Um, so love all play or going to you at a speed of 493 kilometers. I really love this one. Um, they're young adults, but yay, they're not in high school. You know, I feel always better, you know. About right. romance or rom com when they're grown ups. Um, but it's with Che Jung Hyup and Pak Ju Hyun, uh, who was an extracurricular and zombie detective. And they just, it's set in professional badminton. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you really, really enjoyed that. One. I totally enjoyed yeah. it because I just loved how they talked to each other. And they're, you know, she's lost as so many K drama heroines are, but she she's got this. She's got this belief in herself that when everything is down, she's decided to pick herself back up. And so that's really enjoyable to watch. But their relationship as this as they're as they're falling in love is just so enjoyable. And the banter is really good. This was really well written. So if you want like a talky rom-com with some athletics thrown in. I think I actually do. I think this is actually going on my list. This is one for you and for Jen. And for me. I love it. I have two weeks off. I'm going to do it. Hey. (laughs) One of mine that I really, really enjoyed that it kind of came out of nowhere. And now there's billboards all over Los Angeles for it to the webtoon. It is semantic error. (laughs) It is a a BL that was on Vicky and it was such a delight. It starred uh, Pak Soham and Pak Jae Chung. And their romance was just so adorable. (laughs) So essentially you have these two college students who are in the same class together, but one does all the work and the other one doesn't. So the one basically gets the other one to not get a grade. And so he can't graduate from school. And then they become buddies and then it blossoms into a romance. And it is, it was, it was so well done and it was so good. Everyone was clamoring for a season two mm-hmm. and we can't wait. And then uh, our one guy, uh, uh, Jung Jae Young has this girlfriend, this best friend. Oh yeah. And she was amazing. Yes. And they were all, it was just all so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like they were likable people and they were fun and they were sexy. And it was just, it was just a delight. Yeah. It's, it's that tension between two people who are completely different and yet somehow drawn to each other. It's always, and it's satisfying. always yeah. so satisfying yeah. and so good. And it was just fun to watch friends support the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, loved it it's super and it's on vicky and it's so it's a web series so it's super quick so you can binge it in one day so it's if you want one that you just want to get a quick quick and easy romance fix Mm -hmm. that is the one i would definitely recommend and another quick and easy romance fix that i recommend is soundtrack number one (gasps) you've heard me talk about this a lot puck young shik always always and han so he in a very different role you know like this is just it's just two people um who he's pining for her has loved her all her his all their lives and she doesn't recognize that yet and so it's her revelation of that and so to see her 
understanding and then falling for him. It's like, it's so good. It's so good. And it's small. It's a small drama. It's just, there, there's not a lot of characters. They've just got this little corner of soul and it's just, uh, uh, it's just two and a half hours of like, see, kinda, uh, so in one good. afternoon you got semantic error mm-hmm. and then soundtrack number one. Yeah. Perfect. Feel good. Love stories. Exactly. One that completely caught me by surprise was from now on showtime, <laughs> 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 which I was like, I'm not going to like this. Oh, uh, <gasps> Really enjoyed it. It magicians? is magicians and ghosts and seeing ghosts and uh, 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 murder investigations. <laughs> and it's uh, Pake Jin, uh, Jin Ju. And they are just, they're at opposite ends. He's like, he, I think he plays this character all the time. Pake Jin always plays this like snooty, snooty bastard of a man <laughs> who finds a heart by the end of it. And so there's nothing new or re- revelatory here, mm-hmm. but it was just from just pure entertainment and comedy. It was just so much fun. Our three ghosts, we've got Gogu Pil, we got Jung Suk Young, and we've got uh, Pak So Young. Like they were just so much fun as these ghosts that basically are indentured servants to the magician that really he's not really a magician he just has these ghosts that do all the magic tricks we can see the ghosts it's just such a bizarre setup i just if you're looking for something that is is just fun and silly and i mean let's be honest stupid uh it was it really took me by surprise and i really really enjoyed it that's and a good holiday run. binge. Yeah, it really was. And yeah. it, it bizarrely by the end of it had a lot of heart. <laughs> so, yeah. I do like Jen Kiju. I think she's yeah. really talented. She's so talented. Yeah. And then my final recommendation is for Grid. Because K-dramas don't tackle sci-fi very often. And this one, um, sure, you could have some quibbles because, you know, travel, which is always just like kind of mind bending, but I think it was really well done and it was kind of dark and so Kong Jun when he has an edge to him. I love him when he has an edge. Right? Yes. So good. I love him in this. And Kim Ah Ajung, who (laughs) she's one of my favorites. Was she on our top four list of women over 40? If she's not, we need to do another one because I loved her. And we did miss a few. We need to do another one. Yeah. And then Lee Seung also as this kind of traveling or time travel ghost. So yeah, there's a lot of mystery to it. There's a lot of uh, politicking and authority uh, games, but it's just such a different world. And um, I definitely bought into it. So now is this one getting a season two? I believe so. Okay. Cause I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Mostly because it was on Disney plus and I keep forgetting to go use our VPN and mm-hmm. jump on Disney plus. Cause if it's not on my Roku, I'm like, I forget it's there. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I did oh, want to finish it. It appeared on, it's on Hulu. Oh yeah. I have mm-hmm. Hulu on my Roku. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. I, I believe there's supposed to be a season two, but I haven't heard anything about okay. it, but yeah, it's oh, a good one. It's a good one. And my final one is, I mean, listen, it's also one of the big juggernauts of the year, but it's a juggernaut for, in my personal opinion, for a reason. Alchemy of Souls. Yes. Like, listen, I love fantasy. Mm -hmm. I love magic. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I got magic in here a few times. Uh, And you've got these amazing dynamic leads. You got EJ Ook, you got uh, Jung So Min. They're fantastic. You've got this cast of characters. You got mages. You've got warring factions. You've got Dumb, dumb men not recognizing that women like them. Like it's just, it's just a lot of fun, and it's a mystical world. And we got a part two, and we've got yeah. there's just so many things. Part two is premiering December 10th. So if you, I'm uh, 
depending on when this lands, it might already be out on Netflix. So you might be able to binge straight through it. It's 30 episodes in total, part one and two. So it's a big one, it's beefy, <laughs> but very, as, as of now, the end of part one, very, very worth it. And EJ Wook. Oh, goodness. The kid's a star. He really is. I mean, he was a star from the first time we saw him. And yes. Memories of the Alhambra were like, who is this little That's punk kid? Right. Like, is super dynamic and jumping off the screen. <laughs> like, we knew it from the moment he showed up as like, I don't even know, like, thug number four. Yeah. Like, that was, I don't even know if he had a name. <laughs> but he's been dynamic from the jump. So yeah. the fact that he is now, you know, the poster child for an entire 30 episode yes. Hong Sisters series That's is right. really not that surprising. That's right. So thank you, Hong Sisters. Yes. This one's a winner. This really is. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. So those, I mean, what is that? I think it's 11 choices for you to go out and binge. Let enjoy. us let <laughs> it, enjoy. Let us know what you think is the best binge for this holiday season. Leave the comments below. And until next time, we are the K3. I'm Jen. I'm Marisa. And you, thank you for being part of the K3. Please like, follow, subscribe, share, share your lists. We love talking to you about K-dramas. So enjoy the holidays and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.